It's amazing. There's always a trickle of information. It's like the Freedom of Information Act where the FBI releases declassified files years after things happen. Okay. I find things out, you know, well after the fact. And so I find out that on uh, Monday morning when you're dropping the kids off at school, because mm-hmm. your ex is dealing with it the rest of the week, but Monday morning was your morning to go and uh, drop the kids off at school, you had a little altercation with one of the kids at the bus stop. Yes and no. I don't know that I would call it an altercation per se, <laughs> but... Per se? Y- yes, but I... Yes, I approached one of the girls at the bus stop because Lola told me that she was, she's was she been bullying her since school started. Really? Yes. Now, by bullying... She's just making snide remarks about her clothes. She's taking photos of her and oh, sending She's taking them. photos of yes, her? Yes, and that is what I addressed because it's one thing to say something, but she's taking photos of her and sending them out to other girls at the school and making fun of her. Like a group text thing? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and Lola found out about it. And so she obviously she's upset. Now, this Lola's in sixth grade. This is her first year of middle school. Yeah. This girl is in eighth grade. Man, what a loser. She's picking she's, on a kid two years younger than her? Right, right. And she's, she's just being nasty. This would be like you picking on a 26-year-old. That's exactly what it would be like. That's called getting brownie points. Is what that was. <laughs> That's exactly no. To throw so this in there. I, I'm her mom, and I, I'm not going to stand for it. And Lola, I, I did ask her. I said, "Do you want me to talk to her?" And at first, she said, "No, I, it's fine." Because that can be embarrassing right. if you're getting bullied to have right. your mom step in and help you out. And I didn't want to embarrass her, but I also don't. I'm, I'm glad that Lola is is brave enough to talk to me about it because sure. I think that some kids just keep it in and then they're just feeling upset and don't know how to deal with it. Sure. So I'm glad she opened up, and I was sitting at the bus stop because I was waiting for the bus to come because I am a helicopter parent. I saw this girl take a picture of her. I saw it happen. So she's like, how far away when she's snapping the picture? Is she trying to be stealth about taking the picture? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So she just kind of held it up like at her chest area and snapped the picture. But I watched it happen happen because I'm staring at the kids from the rear view mirror. How sneaky. Oh, so she does. You're like, uh, you're like the FBI. I'm not kidding. You're in the car. You're like in the surveillance van Mm -hmm. across the street. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I I was, I was across the street, but (laughs) Lola knew I was there. Yeah. But this girl didn't know you were there. No, she didn't. Oh, that's great. So I texted Lola. Actually, Lola texted me and said, I think she just took a picture of me. And I said, she did. Do you want me to come say something? And Lola kind of gave me the, okay, she said, if you want to. I said, well, do you want me to? She said, it's okay if you do. So out of the car, the door slams. You go stomp it over there. Yeah, I did. And I said, did you just take a picture of my daughter? She said, no, no, I didn't. I said, I watched you. She goes, I, I, I was just taking a picture of my arm. I said, uh-huh. no, you weren't. Uh-huh. I saw you take a picture of my daughter. Don't do it again. And she was like, okay. I said, if you do it again, you're going to be in trouble. And she just looked at me. She said, I, I wasn't taking it. I said, yes, you were. I, w- I watched you. Kids today are such little weasels. They yeah. fold so easily. Yeah. Like back in the day, if you're an adult mm-hmm. and you go up to some little 12-year-old brat, they punch you in the gut. You well, know what I mean? Today was, they fold immediately. I, you're not going to take a picture of my kid. I'm sorry that you're drawing. I'm draw the line there. So I walk away, and it's funny. Lola actually recorded the whole thing happen, <laughs> and she. So this this little brat. You don't want that getting on social media though, no, because no, you know what? Just, You'll become the no, villain. I know, but You'll this, get this little brat goes. I guess I can't take Snapchats anymore. Like, <laughs> you remember when you just just steal someone's lunch money and that was it? I mean, I just now we're doing take group text. pictures of my kids. What is wrong with you? Sure. <laughs> Only you get to take embarrassing pictures of your kid. <laughs> yeah. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071, The Boss, 99.7 FM to the south, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Welcome to Thursday, almost through another work week. 
October the 6th, 2022. And do we have a radio broadcast about to unfold before your very ears today? Listen to this. Comedian T.J. Miller, controversial comedian. Yeah. He's got himself a a new YouTube special. Mm -hmm. We'll find out about that. Apparently, it started with a heckler. (laughs) Something we know a little little about that. A little bit we do. (laughs) We'll do tipsy or toddler because it is a thirsty Thursday. Once again, we've lined up some phone callers who have crazy stories. Mm -hmm. We'll do that about 6.50 and uh, 8.50 this morning. 7.50, he said. She said. 7.29.20, hashtag mom. We'll get the bulletin board. We'll check that in a minute. Fast five, the birthdays, the revenge of Mr. Leonard. Oh, boy. I know he's probably sicker than a dog, so he may or may not check in, but we are told that Mr. Leonard has a bone to pick with us. Okay. So he'll be in here a little bit after uh, 7 o'clock. It's a bit... Oh, and cash. Today is a double your money Thursday. Oh. At about 7.05, we will attempt to give away $500 cash. Or somebody's got all four classic rock keywords and a bonus cash code from 1071theboss.com. So a big, big, big Thursday show. Uh, first off, I want to check the mailbag here. I got a bunch of stuff and I haven't checked it in a little while. And there's a story that caught my eye. This is about a guy who uh, his return to the office said they were working remotely for a bit. He did not want me to give a name, did not want to give the office, just says that he lives in Hazlitt. Okay. So he goes into the office, woman that he hadn't seen in some time, because again, he was working remotely, and she's walking around with a cast on her leg and a crutch. Ooh. He said they uh, had a group meeting in the conference room, and as she walks in, he said, uh, gee, I'm sorry to see you have a bum leg. What, what's going on? I'm sure everyone's asked you, but I'm, I haven't seen you in a while. What's, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> Does not respond. I'm just paraphrasing his little email yeah. here. Does not respond and says, I have a brother who is homeless, and he walks just fine, thanks. So he said it oh. shut me right up, and I started blushing. Nobody said anything, but it was bugging me for the rest of the day. And now I'm thinking that it never occurred to me before that bum could mean a bum on the oh. street. Oh, so she was offended because She was he... offended that he said he had a bum leg because her brother is a homeless person. And well, he said, uh, I don't know why it's even a you know a slight on the homeless to say you have a bum leg. Um, should I feel terrible? Am I a jerk? I felt like everybody was looking at me. I used to have a, a nice working relationship, and now I feel like I can't even talk to her. So what, what do you think? You know, anyway, he thought we'd like to talk about it. <laughs> and that did jump on at me because that's one of those... One of those kind of uh, old-timey phrases that you don't hear much anymore, but you don't think anything of it. Yeah, no, I you don't. And I get the impression this might be like a millennial who's a little offended by everything, you know? I would probably shoot back at her and say, well, you must not care too much because you're not letting him live with you. <laughs> Your brother is homeless. Well, you know, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. She's working in an office. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're offended because he said bum leg? What are you, visiting him? Like, <laughs> right. The Asbury Circle? That seems very strange to me. Hi and bye. Beep, beep. <laughs> what a terrible sister. Yeah, that's a good point. Why are you offended by b- bum leg? Well, I, I know that I that, is, that is true. Someone who uh, doesn't work or, you know, uh, you refuses to work or... Or whatever, I guess could be called a bum, or someone who's shabby, you know, dresses. I call Lola a bum. She is a bum. It's, I'm not sure. being offensive. She's quit, get off your butt. Yeah. You have two legs at work. You're a bum. Let's go. So if you're in pajamas two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You're know. a bum. Is that is that something that's offensive? Am I saying something offensive? I never heard that before. I, I had never heard that either. But it's one thing to call somebody like you're saying, like to call Lola a bum for not getting out of bed and getting dressed, right? But I suppose it is another thing to use the phrase "bum leg" because I guess that just implies that the you know the leg is dragging along, much but like it a person is. who's. I mean- <laughs> It's broken and whatever, something happened, bumming along. Are you surprised that no one else in the office speaks up for the guy or, or says anything or laughs it off with him? I, I think people are so afraid today, right? Yeah, I think that's that's a big part of it is that you don't, you, you can't say anything. You're always going to offend someone. So it's just, it's very frustrating that you have to deal with that. But again, I, I would be looking at her saying, you have a homeless brother. Why is he homeless? Let him come live with you. What is wrong with you?
<laughs> I mean, at least bring the guy a bottle of Jim Beam. Do something. Keep him warm. <laughs> All those bums love the booze. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Well, come Carrying on. their stick with a little handkerchief at the end. <laughs> That's a hobo. Oh, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I conf- I confused bums and hobos. My mistake. Get your lingo right. <laughs> I, I apologize. Your brother's not a hobo. He's a bum. That's my mistake. And and she's acknowledging that her brother is a bum, right? Yeah, I guess, right. I heard the word bum. I immediately thought of my homeless brother, who, by the way, is not a hobo. And you, sir, have no business asking me what's wrong with my leg. So, hmm. I'm 30 years old. I'm going to go home and watch Inventing Anna on Netflix because that's what young people do. Hmm. Clearly, the older person is here listening to our show, asking for advice from a couple of numbskull disc jockeys. Well, my advice would be to shoot back at her and say, why is your brother a yeah. mom? <laughs> this is your fault. Break the other leg. How do you like me now, huh? Right. Welcome to Jersey. Break your kneecap. Hope that helped. Wow. You see uh, Biden is in town, or at least is uh, in Trenton. Oh, today? Yeah. And you know, my first thought is? <laughs> How's traffic? Right. How is this going to affect traffic? <laughs> and if uh, yeah. somebody's listening going to the airport today, how does it affect that? I don't know yeah. if he's flying into Newark or if he's flying into uh, one of the little airports or if he's flying into Philly. I believe he's going to Trenton because uh, he's doing an event to raise some cash with uh, Governor Phil. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I'm just thinking, uh, depending on where he's traveling and which airport he's going into, yeah. that means traffic trouble because they close down like for a 10-mile radius. Right, right. Well, that's when I was at the airport last week. I, I That's what I thought happened. Yeah, because the there's road a road closure. So I you... texted you. I said, is the president in town? What the hell? <laughs> I like how you immediately thought it must be the president. <laughs> like he had anything to well, do with it. I've never been to the airport. I think when... he was in Puerto Rico. I know, but I think... Every road was closed, so I just assumed it had to be the president or someone stupid like Jay-Z or something blocking. (laughs) No, what's wrong with Jay-Z? Well, I just, he's he's got his own jet, so he's going to block. He's more powerful than the president? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, Paul McCartney's in town. He's good. They're going to block the traffic and that's what's going to happen. Paul McCartney is not in town. I know where he is. Why? Why? Because I read the news. That's why. Where and I'm a big Paul fan. I read the he? I read the Beatle news every day. Doobie doobie doo. He's in uh, Paris for Fashion Week because oh. Stella McCartney is doing her big oh, collection. Okay. You know his daughter, the fashion designer. Yes. yes that and makes Cher sense. is there too. And there is a. They apparently did not cross paths, but they were at the same fashion event the other day. Well, think of that traffic. Yeah. You think you think Biden being in town is going to be bad? Uh, we got gonna... uh, we got Paul and Cher coming in. So. <laughs> You can just forget seeing a Mona Lisa today. Forget it. Suckly blur. Seriously. I don't know why I'm holding my ear like anyone could hear. Like, to me, that it sounded like I was talking on a walkie-talkie, but nobody listening would know I that I was... I see you. You I know. me. But A, this is not television, and B, me holding my ear is not a sound effect, so I don't know why I just did that. That was a waste of everybody's time, but I'll tell you what I would, I would love to... Maybe one of the best parts of being president would be that plane. Oh, yeah. Air Force, Air Force One is one. super cool. You ever... Uh, you ever seen like pictures of what you know the diagram yeah. of what it looks like? Yeah, inside? it looks amazing. Now, I mean, why can't beds. a regular airline? If I'm willing to pay, and I understand it would cost more, yeah. but if they can have uh, you know a desk with a you know, map that you know right. and a telephone on the desk, like it like an office on the plane, why can't there be planes like this? For commercial use. Well, didn't they used to have, didn't the planes used to have like a walk-up bar and, and different things like that? Yeah, the uh, intercontinental flights. Right, yeah. right. So I, they can't they can I think some of the just... uh, European airlines and such, you know, the uh, or the Asian airlines where yeah. you do like a 23-hour flight, I think they still do. Well, I, I again, I, you can have it for domestic flights. I'm assuming you just have to would have to pay out the nose for it. Th- well, that's fine. the thing. But they, I guess, they just think that nobody would pay it, right? Well, right, and they just try to shove you on there like a sardine. And tickets are still four hundred bucks a piece. So, how much would one be if you had one? If you had like a presidential desk 
<laughs> your seat. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> you want the middle seat? No, I'd like a desk. <laughs> Can I please have a desk? I also like the, uh, this is going to sound silly, but I like the blue carpeting with the white walls on Air Force One. I think it's very aesthetically pleasing, you know? <laughs> Delta also has blue carpet. Yeah, they, white they walls. don't though. They have like puke yellow walls because they're so yellowed from age. Well, you know what I mean? right, because they're old. On but all they of the were airlines, white. Yeah. they were white, yeah. and the floor is blue, <laughs> and it has a red stripe. It's very patriotic. I'd have such a if I were president, I would have such a list of questions that I'd want to know. Like as soon as I got sworn in, you know, so help That'd me God, so help me God, said. I'd be like, okay, great, everybody, hang on for a second. We'll get to the national anthem. <laughs> I got some questions. I want to know when I get to go on Air Force One. Uh-huh. I want to see this this suitcase with the nuclear codes. Yeah. I want to know what's going on with the aliens and yeah, time well, travel. Let's go to Area f- where? What Area Fifty One? Like, what's what happens like? if the president goes? All right. Well, here we go. Can I please see the aliens? Like, yeah. do they take you there? Like, what happens? Well, you're the president. I know. You, you jump on your Air Force One and you block traffic in Arizona. It'd be like. A, <laughs> I just did it again with the doing sound effects in my own ear. I'm being a Secret Service guy checking his earpiece. Doing a good job. Uh, sir, we, we have a giant movie theater here at the White House. Do you want to go bowling and then see Hocus Pocus on the big screen? Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. We'll get to the aliens in a minute. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get stuck in traffic today if you're traveling yes. with uh, the Prez. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me, Joe Biden. <laughs> Cheesesteak. <laughs> He's just saying words. Well, I figured he'd try and be relatable, you know, because he's kind of... Cheesesteak. That's what they all do. They try and relate to the people they're speaking to. So he comes here and say, hey, uh, you guys like Bruce? <laughs> it kind of sounds like Bruce. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. My impression of Bruce and Joe Biden is the same. Can I hear your Bruce impression? Hey, you see that picture of me where I look like Woody Allen? All right, now can I hear your Biden impression? It's malarkey. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget me. People say I have a beautiful golf course in New Jersey and no one comes, but that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Hashtag mom. <laughs> Every day, 720, 920. We hear from moms and we share them here on the radio. We just search at hashtag. Mm-hmm. These are moms that, you know, have got a lot going on, but they're also raising kids. Maybe it's uh, dads. Sometimes we hear from grandmoms. You just never know what might pop up. We share them right here. Vanessa Going said, if you're a mom, it means sometimes you feel bad about throwing away sticks. This is your life now. Matter of fact, we were walking into the place just the other day and we saw somebody had a big walking stick yeah. up against the door. Yeah, and I said, oh, some and kid's some kid. mad. Yeah. yeah, at least they're outside playing and they're not on an iPad, you know? Connor Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mom. What is that? At Dad Pickup Line said, my wife was telling me how happy she is that our baby likes her food. So I pointed out that he also eats envelopes. And now she's mad at me for some reason. Well, you got bigger problems <laughs> if your kid is eating paper. Oh, my God. Sula Cass said, my four-year-old grandson just told me that ghosts don't have a butt. They have a booty. And I can't stop laughing. That's a, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> yeah. I like ghosts. Happy Halloween. I look like a ghost. I'm all white. Hashtag mom. Was that Bruce? Was that Joe? You'll never know. I don't know. <laughs> Pick the one you like least. There you go. 720 and 920. Oh, boy. Here it is. I was expecting this phone call. I'm told he's got a lot to say and not for time to say it. Here he is. Good morning, Mr. Leonard. Well, someone's got to say it. <laughs> and thank God you're here to do it. How are you, my friend? Thank you. I was going to say the same thing. I'm good. How does your feel good? Uh, you know, I'm fine, I guess. And how is the beautiful Rochelle? I am doing just fine, Mr. Leonard. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, so both of you are invited to my big Halloween party. Oh, oh. yeah? What is this now? Uh, this is... It's going to be on Halloween. Oh, well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> sorry, dumb question. Oh, my God. Wake up. I'm Catch sorry. up. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Listen, um, okay, so if you don't mind, everybody's bringing something. And what would you like us to bring? The food. <laughs> All the food? I see. We're caterers now. That's great. Everybody's bringing something. Well, Rochelle, you can bring the candy. Okay. And Bobby, you bring the food. All right. Well, remember, it's Robbie, not Bobby, Mr. Leonard. We've been through this before. No, I said, that's what I said. No. I, I said Robbie. Okay, fine. I'll dress up as Bobby uh, for the Halloween part. What are you going to be for Halloween, Mr. Leonard? Oh, um, me and my girlfriend, we will be representing Tesla. I will be the outlet. She will be the plug. I said. Oh, no, wait, wait. I'm the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might be confused <laughs> in several different ways, as a matter of fact. That would hurt. <laughs> well, at least you'd, uh, you know, you're working for Tesla. You'd be making big bucks. That's a successful company right there. Yeah, that's a big, listen, I'm just, I'm just glad that summer's over because um, the winter's coming. I'll be heading up to the Poconos. It's going to be great. <laughs> I thought you hibernated like a groundhog. Oh, no, no. I'm a, I'm a Poconos guy. Don't tell me you ski and all that business. Oh, well, I, no, I used to ski. But not anymore since I broke a leg. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. It was me. It was someone else. Oh, wait a minute. You broke their leg? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, no. I told her. I said, I gave her plenty of time. I was rolling down the hill. Monica, I said, you this stupid old lady wouldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? I hate that. Ruins your yeah, whole... It wasn't my leg. Ruined your whole uh, trip down the ski lift. It really did. It yeah. really did. By the way, Mr. Leonard, uh, I was curious, and I hope you're not jealous. Have you seen our uh, billboards out in the uh, Jersey buses with our picture on it? I'm sorry you're not included in the staff photo of the morning show. Oh, no, I asked to not be on there because I thought we were declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> we wouldn't be the first or the last radio show to have that happen. All right, well, I think that's enough of that. Thanks for coming by, Mr. Leonard. Oh, don't thank me. It's you who should be thanking me. <laughs> It is a Thursday tradition, of course, because it's Thirsty Thursday. So we started this a uh, long while ago, and it's become kind of a fan favorite, if you will. Mm-hmm. This is like one of our greatest hits. We're like the Eagles coming to play Hotel California. <laughs> you don't want an album cut. Right. You want Best of My Love, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Time for tips. <laughs> or toddler. I'm not sure I know what, what I mean. Not sure I know what I mean. But we've lined up some great phone callers. Each one of them has an amazing story. It is up to us and you at home or in the car or wherever you are to figure out, did this crazy thing happen to them when they were just a little child that didn't know any better? Because, you know, with a kid, life just kind of happens to them. Right. They don't really make their own. Life happens to them. But then, did it happen when they were a drunk adult (laughs) just making poor decisions? That's up to us to decide. Let's start on line one. Carol. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. You've got a story for us? I do. I was at a wedding dancing up a storm and my strap came off of my shoe uh kind of broke broke off my shoe and um as i was doing some dancing my shoe felt went flying off and <laughs> hit a guy in the head oh, oh my gosh wow. i'm gonna say you were drunk what do you think i'm gonna say you were drunk too i actually i hope you were drunk because i think it would be funnier if you were drunk is this a tipsy story carol it is not. Oh, oh sorry, we judged you. I was nine years old, and I was at my older sister's wedding, and I was dancing with my cousin, and we got into doing some Charleston kicks kind of thing, <laughs> and um, the buckle and my strap came off my shoe, and it just went flying, and thank God I didn't really do too much damage to the guy's head. Yeah, I was going to ask. Now, wait a minute. Okay? Who was who the guy? Do we know? Yeah, he was okay. Just a little bruising. Who was the guy? No stitches. One of my um, brother-in-law's friends. Oh, okay. Nobody important. That's good. But he's got a forever. (laughs) He's got a forever story now. (laughs) Yeah, he sure does. Oh yeah. (laughs) Thank you again, Carol in Hamilton. Let's go back to line three. I hit my grandma's friend, 
in the face with a yo-yo. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like it might be a kid story because there is a toy involved, but I'm going to guess this is a drunk story just for the heck of it. I hope you were a kid. Yeah. All right. What's the deal? I was a drunk adult. I had a feeling. Uh, So my grandma came by my uh, parents' house a while back um, with one of her friends, and I was just, like, hanging out playing video games. And what I would do is I would dump a little vodka in my Mountain Dew because I was drinking from my grandma. As you do. And I ended up getting kind of hammered. <laughs> and grandma is bragging to her friend about how I was really good with a yo-yo. And <laughs> oh, I yeah. I could do all kinds of tricks like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. But she's just like begging me to show her friend how I could do all these tricks with a yo-yo. And I was doing the uh, over the falls trick. And the yo-yo kind of got away from oh, me. Oh, no. And I smacked her friend. Uh. Right between the eyes. Oh, my God. It was awful. She started, like, crying. Grandma was, like, totally embarrassed. And she just, like, left immediately. And obviously, we didn't do any yo-yo tricks again. You're not going to see that on the Golden Girls. Oh, my gosh. You're lucky you didn't break her nose. It'd be really bad. Wow. (laughs) You just stopped playing with that yo-yo, Sonny. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Let's go back to line one. Here's Nick. I was kicked by a pony. Mm. Kicked, kicked by, by a pony. pony. I'm going to say he was a little kid. Feels like a little kid story. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say little kid. And sound like he's putting vodka in his mouth, too. <laughs> Jeez. I was a little kid. Yeah, I thought uh, so. Yeah, I was at a birthday party, and some other kid tried to feed the pony. Uh, <laughs> she didn't ride to all the kids some ice cream. And I just happened to be standing behind it at the time. And apparently the pony loved the cookies and cream so much that it just pulled off and kicked me right in the chest. Oh, oh gosh. Was, you know, Crying, all the other kids were laughing at me. So that's my story, little kid. I'm sorry to hear wow, that. Wow, that's tough. <laughs> that's another one. You could get really hurt. I mean, you got to be really careful. A lot with of ways to get hurt with a horse. Yes. <laughs> Let's grab one more. Yes. It is another animal story, by the way. Okay. This is Lisa. So I'm set a cage full of hamsters, free, and a pet. Mm. I think we've had one like this before. Yeah. Because you said you would do this. I would do you this. You would partake in this criminal behavior. Yeah. I think she's drunk. Uh, I think she's probably drunk, too. Yeah, this is a drunk night at the pet store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a drunk adult. Yeah. 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 My brother came to pick me up from a bar after I got hammered <laughs> at a Saturday brunch. And on the yes. way to his apartment, he needed a stop to get his dog at the groomers before they closed. Uh, and it was in this, like, pet store. And he didn't want to leave me in the hot car. <laughs> so he was like, just come in with me. Like, just let me get the dog and that's it. So when he was getting the dog... I tried to kiss a hamster after opening its cage. Sure. And it didn't like that, so it bit my lip. <laughs> oh, no. And I knocked the cage over, letting three more hamsters escape, <laughs> and couldn't get them back in the cage and left immediately. Well, <laughs> at, well least, uh, at least you had a little booze in your system to numb the pain. I'd say at least you got them back in the cage, too. <laughs> well, you remember, we had a call like this before, and the lady went in there, and they, they let all the animals out. They let out. them all all the animals out. Yeah, I would absolutely you do that. Ducks and monkeys running loose in town. I'll do that right now sober. I mean, I'm sort of sober, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. That's why we call it tipsy or toddler or radio host. Good morning, TJ. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for making some time for us. It's great to talk to you. Big fan of your work. You are a funny man. Thank you. Thank you on all accounts. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to you. I love your voice. Well, well, that's that's very nice of you. This is uh, this is show business right here. We're just flattering each other, isn't this? This is so Hollywood. So Hollywood. How's it going? What's the weather like out there? Uh, it was a little rainy, but today we're finally sunny again. So that's some some good news. How about out there? Uh, it's so beautiful out there. Um, it's, I'm in Los Angeles, California. It's 
little bit cold. It's definitely getting to be fall weather. Right, you're working on a movie, so it's good. I'm working on writing a movie, actually. Well, you have a new comedy special. That's uh, that's what we wanted to talk to you about. And this is only on your YouTube channel, exclusively on uh, the T.J. Miller YouTube channel called Dear Jonah, and uh, drops in a couple of weeks here, so you got to be pumped about this, right? It's exciting. It's actually streaming right now. Oh, it is now. Okay. on YouTube, and it's called Dear Jonah. And what's great about it is I set out to make the pandemic special, and you get out there, and it was I came to Nashville, which is, I don't know if you know this, but Nashville is a bachelorette party and they put a city in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and so I, uh, I thought the second show on Friday night was going to be pretty rowdy, pretty out of control. All of a sudden I get out there and it's not, it's like amazing. The audience is amazing. And so I think to myself, oh, this is it. This is going to be the show. This is what I've been waiting for. Right. And then this guy in the front row started tackling me. And I'm like, oh, no, all right, just don't pay attention to him. But he keeps heckling, and it's almost like helpful heckling. Like, he's like, oh, hey, you know, you can't argue with that. And he's like, ah, hilarious. <laughs> and that's what he's saying out loud. I'm like, oh, no. So finally, I say, all right, I got to talk to him. So I say to him, I asked him about his cargo pants. And he just did this long, elaborate answer about his cargo pants, about how he loves wearing <laughs> cargo pants even though he doesn't keep anything inside of the cargo bag. <laughs> and I just I just realized, suddenly everyone realized he's not drunk at all. He's just developmentally challenged. All of a sudden, everyone goes, oh, no, what is TJ going to do? Is he going to make fun of him? I mean, you know, he makes fun of Ronald Reynolds' face and Deadpool on Silicon Valley. He made fun of everybody. What's going to happen? And so I say almost immediately, I want you guys to know that I am not going to make fun of him at all. And I incorporate him in the show, and then I incorporate him in the show a little bit more, and he slowly becomes the star of the show to the point where he and I sort of close the show together by throwing a shot, like, well, you got to see it. But it, it is really, 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 really fun. You kind of make them sound initially they're a little bit like Ed McMahon, just kind of answering <laughs> everything that you're saying. Oh, you're correct, sir. Yeah, right. He, exactly. He was like that. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. Well, it. Exactly, yeah. That, so this is, uh, again, Dear Joan on your YouTube channel. And TJ, I have to tell you, just because I don't want you to think I'm one of these boneheads that didn't prepare, the sheet here said October 29th, but I guess it was September 29th that this went live on your YouTube, so I'm going to blame the publicist, not me, okay? It's not my fault. Doesn't doesn't matter any which way because uh, I just want to get the word out that it's on YouTube right now. Yeah. I just appreciate you having me. Absolutely. I can't wait for people to see it. You're going to love it. Racking up views, and we, we've we checked it out, and everyone should check it out. Before we let you run here, you, you mentioned Deadpool. You have said you were not part of Deadpool 3, which has been announced. Is that still the case? You're not going to be part of Deadpool 3? Because people love your character in that movie. No, I appreciate it. I worry that it's the third of anything. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the third, name one great movie that is the third sequel. Well, not Tokyo Drift, that's for sure. <laughs> no, not Tokyo Drift. We can't do Jaws 3, not even Rocky 3, I guess, is okay, but not that great. You know, I'm, I was too worried that it was going to ruin the franchise. We're got a huge Christmas movie right now. i gotta, I got I to gotta worry about that. Well, uh, ho, 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 that's exciting. <laughs> Hold on for a moment. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I like how half of this interview has been like borderline Ed McBann impressions. This has been fun. <laughs> I 
I know they really have. I love that. <laughs> Borderline is funny, too. Borderline. All right, TJ, it's great to talk to you, man. Thanks for being on. We'll let you run. I know you're a busy guy. Thank you guys so much. And, yeah, check out Dear Jonah right there on YouTube. Yeah, thank you guys. TJ Miller, very funny guy. Yeah, very funny. Good, good, good. Yeah, he kind of sounds a little bit. It's funny, his special is called uh, Dear Jonah. He reminds me of Jonah Hill, the other actor. Mm. Then the voice kind of sound the same. We were talking about narrators earlier. It reminds me of uh, yeah, Jonah Hill. a little bit, yeah. You can hear that. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. Why do you uh, Why do you sigh like that? <laughs> I was agreeing with you. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just preparing myself for the, uh, the emotional beating that you provide from time to time. <laughs> No, I'm not. Although the listeners are reaching out to me when they feel that they've got issues with you. I yeah, don't what understand is that, that at all. Oh, what is that? that? Joe, How about uh, Pete? Joe sent me a screenshot, uh, superfan Pete, who before <laughs> who before gave me uh, some grief about my Bruce Springsteen slash Joe Biden impression. Starts texting Joe going, he's exaggerating. I didn't say it sucked. I said it wasn't good. Well, same difference, pal, you know? Well, no, not really. I'm gonna, I'm... <laughs> also, how did he get your phone number? What was that? No, it, no, no, no. It was a Facebook. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, uh, direct Facebook. Because his guy. name, his first and last name came right up. I'm like, apparently, he's been in on this the whole time. Him and Joe are pals. <laughs> You're probably golfing no, together. I, I don't know who he is. I have no idea. <laughs> I've seen him. You know, he comments constantly on my stuff. But I just. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I did recognize the name. But then I realized it was Pete. That I read it. I what did he yeah. say? He said, Robbie exaggerated, as we know he always does. As he knows we always do. So what I'm thinking is, yeah. is that, you know, you're chasing this guy away. He's a big listener. I'm not chasing him away. Pete well, knows that I appreciate him. Love love I'm, I'm not. And if I didn't love him, if we didn't have the rapport we have, I wouldn't feel comfortable calling out him calling me out, you know? <laughs> but you, on the other hand, that's a different story. Me? What did I do? The guy came to me for uh, for, for assistance. <laughs> like I said, I'm always preparing for the, you know, for the slap in the face I get from you. No, you don't. No, you know I love you. Oh, thanks, Joe. I love you too. Yeah, <laughs> this got weird well, real fast, didn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just it sounds like you're having a rough day, and I just want to make sure that you know that I'm I'm right there with it, shoulder to shoulder. Except when you beat up on poor Pete for no reason. This all comes across very insincere. I'm just pointing. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Because because if you really do know Joan Allen for many years like I do, you know he doesn't care at all, and he's full nah, of crap. But that's I fine. I can care less. I know. You're right. That's you're fine. right. He's just looking to fill time until it's 9 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah, well, 10, but that's okay. Uh-huh. Like another friend of ours used to say, I'm here till 10. <laughs> now, we know you're busy. you got a lot going on. So if you ever need to catch up, you miss something, you want to hear something again, if you just missed the show altogether, you can just go grab the podcast on demand, commercial free, by the way, mm-hmm. right there at 1071theboss.com or wherever you get podcasts. Just click on our page. You can also connect with us on all the social media pages. We'd love to say hello. We got like a whole separate fan group. I don't mean to be <laughs> braggadocious. I really don't. But we no. got like a whole different group of people. People I'm not sure who I've ever called, we've ever actually spoken to, who are very active on our Robbie and Rochelle Facebook page, which is separate from the boss page. It is, yeah. And we tend to put a little more risque stuff on our Robbie and well, Rochelle page. Yeah, well, we we control it. So right, we can that's what do I'm whatever saying. we want Because we're it's not a, a business. We're just a couple no, of knuckleheads no. with a show. Yeah, and, and I, I think the people who follow us on there have followed... You and I through our career. Yeah, there's some people that aren't even necessarily from this area who have found us. Mm -hmm. But there was uh, yesterday we talked about that uh, weird hat that has an expletive on it (laughs) that Ross Britton said he's bringing back from France's vacation for me. And I don't think people got it because I had one guy go, real funny guys. Yeah. Another one, too much information. So What is it? Why? (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. Feel free to go and check it out. The Robbie and Rochelle. 
Facebook page, and maybe you'll understand, maybe you won't. Yeah. All right, time for uh, Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Here it is, five big old stories. Thought you needed to know, be in the know, number five to number one. We will start at number five and count down today. Ladies and gents, a woman and her parrot sing the song Creep by the band Radiohead. <laughs> I don't care if it hurts. <laughs> This lady clearly has a good voice. She knows how to play guitar. Why is she letting her parrot do this? Her parrot wants to sing. Her parrot sounds like a drunk person at the bar who has no business singing karaoke. You know what I mean? Oh, he's not that bad. He's pretty bad. (laughs) That was cute. Okay. Now, what I would like to do is bring him to the next business meeting I have to go to. Well, sir, we think we should diversify your accounts. Now, that that I would bring the parrot to, but she sings just fine without yeah. him. Number four, you might have seen, uh, and this is a happy ending, by the way. You might have seen reports uh, last Sunday that the, up at the Newport Center Mall, there was an active shooter situation. Yes, yeah. And, of course, people were panicking. And, mm-hmm. the uh, well, it turned out it was a broken popcorn machine, and the sound mm-hmm. was frightening people. They thought it was gunshots. It was the popcorn machine trying to pop, and the kernels not popping. Oh, my gosh. They were saying that they had the purge on. They said it was an active shooter. That's and, of course, really that's why people start going, oh, my God, are you safe? I know you're going to the right, mall today. Right, it's right. a popcorn machine that was not working. <laughs> so all we need to do is bring the janitor out there. WD-40, it would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> Scared the whole mall, isn't it? That terrible? is scary, yeah. Also, I'd like some popcorn right now. Well, that sounds I, weirdly, good. that made me hungry. <laughs> now that we know there's good. a happy ending, I just want to stuff my fat head. <laughs> I spent many, many hours at that mall when I worked up there. Oh, really? Yeah. About 20 years ago, I just, every day, I go to the mall because I would be working overnight and it'd be something to do. Is so this the one with the movie theater in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the summer I saw the movie Enough with Jennifer Lopez like six times. Uh-huh. It's just something to do. <laughs> the Newport Center Mall. Number three, Giselle Bunchen. You may have heard now has hired a divorce lawyer mm. to get rid of Tom. Her and Eli Manning taking a ring from Tom, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he apparently is also shopping for a lawyer, has taken some meetings with high-priced lawyers according to inside sources, as they, quote, try to figure out what to do. Many are saying that the problems are, it's not cheating, it's not a marital problem, it's that she's just mad that he unretired. She thought he should be spending more time with her and the kids. There's got to be more to it than that. She's mad he's working? Now, that that brings up an interesting question. I'm older than you, and so I anticipate quitting, retiring before you do. If I retire, first of all, how would you feel about my retiring and you continuing on doing the show without me? Uh, Or coming into work anywhere, I don't know. Uh, Not great. (laughs) Now, how would you feel if I unretired? So, like, we end the show, and then I decide a year, you know what, I'm going back. That will happen, because there's no, you say that once you're retired, you'll be fine. I will be fine. No way. I don't know why. No way. Way everybody says this to me, and I don't know why. Because on a Saturday, when you're supposed to relax, you're like, "We got to do something." I feel pressure to do something. Yeah, but not work. <laughs> I feel pressure to like go take a walk you, on, a, I, on a boardwalk. I, you know? I realize that you may not come back and do a full career, but you will absolutely be a greeter at Walmart or something. You won't be able to <laughs> oh, stay God. still. Can you imagine There's me being n- a greeter at Walmart? Can yeah. You, can you visualize You'd be that hilarious. scenario? Hilarious. You'd be that grabby old guy. <laughs> Pick up your pants or get out of here, you little punks. <laughs> Bonus story for you. People are up in arms about this new animated movie that's streaming online. It's called Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo. It's a Halloween Scooby-Doo mystery. Well, people are in an outroar because Velma is openly gay. Okay. She is a lesbian. Now, of course, people used to joke about... I don't know why people joked about this sort of thing, but they did. Even back in the 60s when the cartoon first came on. And now she's openly gay. And, of course, people are offended because it's a kid cartoon. 
I don't know. Can I just point out that I, we're like one step away from World War III with the nukes <laughs> in Russia and people are worried about Scooby-Doo for crying out loud? Right. Just don't let your kid watch it if you don't like it. What's the Like big... Scoobs, let's put on Indigo Girls. <laughs> Zoinks. <Okay>. Shaggy. <laughs> it's pretty good. Those are pretty good. Can you do Velma? <laughs> the sweater was a dead giveaway. I don't, I don't know what that means. I can just tell you I'll be retired sooner than uh-huh. I thought. Number uh-huh. two, costumes.com says its top-selling Halloween costumes for adults, for grown-ups this okay. year, are as follows. An inflatable T-Rex at yes! number one. All right, we'll do yes. random. Yes. Now, you yes! yourself, you don't even want it as a Halloween no. costume. You would like to have this just to take to the Walmart. I want this to be my thing. You, you want know, to be walking around pushing just, the cart in the yes, store dressed I as a T-Rex. I want to be the person who goes grocery shopping in their T-Rex costume all the time and gets spotted. I want this to be my thing. I don't know why I don't just spend the 30 bucks and get the stupid costume, but I want one. Number one for women, Wonder Woman. Okay. Number one for men, Buddy the Elf. <laughs> That's funny. I what like bothers that. me about that, though, is you're kind of mixing metaphors here because you're doing a Halloween yeah. uh, costume, but dressed as a Christmas character. The kinda, Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know. It just <laughs> bugs me a little bit. I feel like it's... Uh, it's a fun costume, though, and, and you can repurpose it at Christmas, so you're getting your money's worth. <laughs> you go to the company Christmas party, yeah, there there's like go. Buddy the Elf. Mm-hmm. I'll come as Wonder Woman in a T-Rex suit. <laughs> it would be great. Oh, the Wonder Woman, it's underneath. It's underneath. I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> Got my moves like Jagger. I want one so bad. By the way, Paw Patrol, number one for kids. Okay. Well, Marshall, right? That's the name of the, yeah, the lead dog you. there. I'm impressed. And a minion, number one for pets. Oh, that's cute. Are, we have a uh, lobster costume for Rick the Cat. Yeah, he does not like it. Is he going to have to put this on again this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Well, good luck, buddy. <laughs> Just remember, I'm the one that gives you treats. She's the one that dresses you up like a damn lobster. Uh-huh. And number one, there's a new list of dating trends to expect next year. Thank God. Isn't it nice to be married? You and I don't have to worry about this kind of thing. it is. The uh, trend they expect will be biggest next year, eco-dumping. This is where you date people based on your mutual appreciation for the environment or your mutual denial of climate change. (laughs) Why don't you just stop hugging trees and hug me, man? (laughs) Stupid is that? weird. (laughs) Happy dating. Thursday celebrity birthday file. Oh, my God. Ryan is 11 today. I don't even know that kid's last name, but he's that little kid that does product reviews. It's got to be World. They, I think they re, they changed it to World. It's, it's just Ryan's like Ryan World. world. Yes. <laughs> it says on the sheet here, Ryan explanation point. He's 11 years old. He's 11. He's yeah. got his own, uh, I mean, he's like Oprah for crying out loud. He He's worth like millions of dollars. Billions. Because his parents had him open gifts on YouTube or open new toys on YouTube when he was three or so, and now they're just millionaires. I made the mistake of telling the kids, specifically Grayson, that I can't stand this little mm-hmm. kid. And I don't think he really cares either way, but now he loves to show me videos with Ryan just oh, yeah. to irritate me. Yes. And he goes, you love Ryan. I'm like, I don't like him. He's like, yes, you do. I was like, I don't love him. Love him. So I should have just kept my mouth shut and left well enough alone. He's worth $32 million. I just looked it up. <laughs> He's 11. <laughs> He plays with toys for a living. I take that back. I am not retiring anytime soon, <laughs> no matter what happens here. Kevin Cronin from REO Speedwagon, mm-hmm. 71. John's mom, Ellen Travolta, 83. Aww. And Elizabeth Shue, who is from Back to the Future, Karate Kid, and the uh, Comic-Con circuit, I imagine. Yes. She is 59 today. Today is National Plus Size Appreciation Day. Okay. National Coaches Day. Mm. National Noodle Day. Ooh. Now, would that be uh, pool noodles, Chinese noodles, I think pasta can, noodles? You could celebrate all the noodles. All the noodles. 
noodles. No discrimination against any noodle. I'm going to go pool noodle. All right. <laughs> Still in denial that summer's over. It's also National Orange Wine Day. What's orange wine? I don't know. I you and I enjoy a little drinky drinky, but that sounds a little sweet for my I taste. I don't know if I like that. And today would be the 31st wedding anniversary for Elizabeth Taylor. It was this date of 1991. She and Larry Fertinsky got married. They met in rehab and lived happily ever after. <laughs> I think. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Probably not. <laughs> Joseph, I got to mention something to you because I can uh, yes, go ahead. I can commiserate with you on this. Uh, Uh-oh. About three years ago, I posted a picture online. I was visiting with an old friend, and my pants were wrinkled. My shirt was wrinkled, and people mm-hmm. start calling me out in the comments. They say, "Man, that's a great picture of you and your buddy." They say your pants are wrinkled. I right. noticed there was a comment on your page. Your, uh, oh, really? Oh, I didn't even notice. Where? Your adorable uh, new grandson got christened the other day, and you took some family photos. And right. somebody pointed out that your khakis were a little disheveled. And I thought oh, that was well. terrible. You know, it's a nice family picture. And what do they notice? They notice that you get wrinkled pants. Yeah, I know. That sounds like my wife posted that. <laughs> no, it was, it was not Marianne, but it was, no. I don't know who it was. It was some guy I'm not friends with. But anyway, I was like, it's a picture of the guy in church with his grandson who just got christened. Leave his, you know, his pants are wrinkled, but leave him alone. Well, you're sitting yeah. down for a while. The christening takes... Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, you're sitting down, and plus all the drive all the way up there right. and everything else, you know? Sure. So, I mean, that was that was probably part of the problem. But you know what? The other thing is, I don't really care. <laughs> and that's the way to handle it, because I had you know, the same experience, uh, and I was like, exactly right. I don't care. This mm-hmm. is being my friend. So what if my pants are wrinkled? So what? Uh, I don't... I'm not... Uh, and again, please, a uh, listener who don't, don't take offense by that, but I just... And that's why one of the other reasons why I guess my wife gets so mad at me is because I just it's just not even on my radar to look at my pants to see if they're wrinkled or not. I don't know why that is, but it just I just you know it just doesn't bother me. Does, uh, does she pick your clothes out for you? No. Okay. No, but then I'll get completely dressed, and we're five minutes away from leaving, and she'll say, "I don't like that change." Yeah, I get the same thing, and I've also noticed that some of my uh, clothes I've had for a long time just magically disappear from the closet, or they get put, <laughs> you know, five hangers in, and I just don't look that far. Yeah. I, don't, I don't work that hard to find clothes in the morning, and that's yeah. Rochelle's subtle little way of dressing me, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. which she probably should, because left to my own devices, well, yeah. I wear the same khaki pants every day. You know, I, I would, too. I wear the same clothes all the time, yep. I also buy all your clothes, and usually not with you present. And so I have an idea of the outfits I like together, yeah. and then you'll come out and you'll be wearing something that just doesn't matter. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> how did you get this combination here? What? Th- there's no oh. colors that match. There's nothing. <laughs> like, what is happening? Blue and green should never be <laughs> seen. Blue and green don't don't match. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, I think blue like... and green match, but and then seen... the other thing, nobody cares, and nobody cares. And nobody I always cares. say to her, nobody cares. Yeah. Well, you got, I do. You got right. one guy on Facebook that cares. He's judging well, you hard, I, buddy. Yeah, I got to go and look at that. Yeah. See who it was. That's Nick, fun. thank you for bringing the sunshine back today, and I'm taking your advice. You ready for this? I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm wearing okay. shorts. Okay. I'm wearing uh, boat shoes with no socks. How about that? <laughs> hey, you are ready for all the seasons. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, Robbie, I have to tell you, if yeah. you're going to run... Those boat shoes really aren't going to do you much good. Nick, so. come on. Look at me. You know me. Do I run? Come on. <laughs> well, hey, I stroll. Know. Today I stroll. could be a commitment that you made for the first time. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking a look at the old CBB, the community bulletin board. I have an email just coming in now that I had forgotten about. So I'm glad uh, Ellen Seneca sent me a note this morning. And we had talked about getting an event on, and I had forgotten, but I'm glad she emailed me first oh. thing this morning. So we'll get that on in just a second. Look, it's a teaser for the CBB. Look at that. 
the Community Bulletin Board. If you're a business, an organization, a charity looking to do some good in the neighborhood to raise some funds for your cause, that's what it's all about here. Send it in to us. You can always text us, 732-774-4444. You can do it on the old Facebook machine. Or you can go to our website, 1071theboss.com. You can click Station Events, Community Events. Check out where the Boss Roadie's going to be on tour. Tomorrow night, Michelle is out with the Roadies for weekend number two at Halloween. The Bell Works in yes. Homedale. A lot of prizes to win starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Well, Ellen sent me this note here. And again, we would uh, talked about this because she called me and I said, email me because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. And I did. And she emailed me. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad she emailed <laughs> so she you. She knows me better than, than does. Nick does. That's for sure. <laughs> Leisure Village East, the Lakewood Flea Market Craft Fair and Bake Sale. Free event going on 9 to 2 on Saturday. Go and see our friend Ellen. A, let's make her an official Robbie and Rochelle in the morning super fan. Ellen that. Seneca in Lakewood. Thank you very much for sending that in. The uh, Jackson Elks Lodge 2744 hosting a charity poker run and trail ride to benefit veterans and special needs children. That's going on Sunday starting at 9 at Collier's Mills Wildlife Management Area. Now, if you don't have a horse... You can walk the paths. Oh, okay. I wouldn't stand right behind a horse if you know what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> all events dot in <laughs> and then search Jackson Elks Poker Run Trail to sign up. I also want to be careful where you're walking. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know, maneuver a little bit. <laughs> Girl Scouts of the Jersey Shore host their annual Spooktacular. That's happening next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 6 o'clock both nights. Jersey Shore's Program Activity Center in Farmingdale. They have a ghost walk, haunted hallway. <laughs> we got one of those here. Mm-hmm. Tombstone Trail, crafts, marshmallow roasting, food and drinks, and a lot more. GSFun.org slash boo, B-O-O. And the G&G Stables. we got another horse event here, right? Look at that. G&G Stables and Howell hosting a trunk or treat. Not to be confused with a tricky tray. <laughs> no, That's going on Sunday the 23rd from 3 to 5 in the afternoon. The kids can celebrate Halloween, do a little trick-or-treating in a safe, controlled environment. It's a free event. There'll be raffles, music, dancing for the adults, and a whole lot more at G&G Stables. Uh, it's G&G Stables, HowellNJ.com for all the info. And there you are, just a couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. And thank you again, Miss Seneca. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. I got a, uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. Because I hit the wrong button? Are you pointing no, it No, 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 no. No, no, I didn't even know you hit the wrong button. No, I hit the wrong button. So I tell him that all the time. He's like, I made a mistake. I'm like, nobody noticed. I played the nobody wrong sound effect. Right? this stuff. I got, oh, a, so uh, got a Facebook message here from superfan Pete. Mm-hmm. He likes to uh, talk to us in real time as he's hearing stuff. Yes. And he uh, said all my impressions suck. Because oh, I, was, yeah. I was doing Biden. Oh, and, that's uh, nice. I was pointing out that Biden and Springsteen kind of sound similar. There. They do. Hey, man. Hey. They said your impressions <laughs> are terrible. So he hurt my He's feelings. He's also like them. a mega Bruce fan. So it's. He yeah, felt- and I understand that. And it's not a great Bruce impression. I don't yeah. know if he's aware of this. This is a comedy show. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> I'm just trying to goof around. But anyway, it brings us to our uh, discussion this morning. <laughs> if there were somebody who could narrate your life, uh-huh. who would you want it to be? Hmm. Now, I'm sure uh, someone, you know, who's a super fan might say Bruce Springsteen. That'd be a sure. good answer. He's a very distinct speaking and yes. singing voice. Can slightly whisper all your words. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Bob Dylan would be a funny one. That would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except pro- you wouldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd probably go Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. <laughs> sure. Or Borat. Oh, my God. As she goes. Borat. <laughs> Yeksmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just said Scooby-Doo. That'd be a good one. Scooby-Doo. That'd be fun. You Remember, uh, Shaggy was voiced by Casey Kasem. How would yeah, that I be know, for an yeah. answer? Yeah, really. Coming in at number 29 in the list of things you have to do today, take a poo. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. Flush the toilet. Gross. 
I think Morgan Freeman's probably the obvious That's answer. That's the obvious answer, That's right? The there. obvious yeah. answer, but I would want someone funny, like Will Ferrell or something, just because that's my personality. So I think that that would bring out my story better than someone like Morgan Freeman can be really funny too. He's very sarcastic, but yeah. I, I, I think for me, it would have to be Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Okay. You know who's good at that too? Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, he's yeah. Really good he's at got those a great things. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer's a good answer. I'm trying to think of uh, James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> he got Darth Vader. <laughs> we got to be realistic here. <laughs> what do you mean, Mike? Is he's, gonna, he's old? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. He's going to go, Robbie who? <laughs> you know. So would just about everybody else. I mean, no, I bet I bet more people know you than you think. I mean, the, I, the payroll I, department I, says I, that I, to me. Robbie who? Who are you? <laughs> you still work here? Yeah. Are you still <laughs> working here? I thought we canned you about a year ago. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, here you go. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's on my case today, I'm telling you. Someone narrated your life. Who would you want it to be? 732-774-4444. Same number to text us. Get us on Facebook. That's your he said. She said. And Joe said. All coming up next. It is a double your money Thursday. Try and give away some cash. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning's classic rock. Keywords to cash. Hello. 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 Good morning. How are you? Hey. All right, Robbie. What's happening? Who is this? Tim. Tim. Where are you calling from this morning? Quick. Okay. This is a big one. $500 okay. double your money Thursday. 500 bucks on the line. The classic rock keywords. Tim, what are those four words? We built this city. Yeah, two hundred fifty bucks cash. Now you've nice. got the two fifty. Do you want to take that money and leave, or do you want to play for five hundred? I'll give it a shot. All right. <laughs> how about those bonus cash codes on rock and roll? Yeah, yeah. half a grand, five hundred dollars. Tim and Brick, nice going. Thank you. What are you going to do with five hundred bucks? You got any plans for the moolah? Yeah, I'm taking a little vacation next week. Actually, that'll come in handy. Oh, good, good. For you. good. You going anywhere nice? Any place warm? I hope. Uh. West Virginia. Oh, good. Oh, nice. I did a great vacation to West Virginia. They got a big fancy hotel there. Even if you don't stay there, you go uh, you know, have a drink at the bar. It's called the Green Briar. So here's a little, little travel tip for you, buddy. <laughs> good to know. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations from the boss. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. 500 bucks. There he goes. Tim and Brick. Hang on the line. First keyword for today for you to win some money. If you're listening to Tim going, I'd like to win some money. Mm -hmm. First one comes up after nine this morning. We built this city on rock and roll. Starship, of course. Yes. So that's the uh, the four classic rock keywords. We built this city and the cash code that you get exclusively at 1071theboss.com. We don't give those out on the radio. That's a little extra thing for Thursday morning uh, on rock and roll. So that's the deal. By the way, wasn't it funny how I I just pretended that he could choose to walk away with 250 like he had a choice? <laughs> Why would you want to if you could have 500? I know, but that's not even... Uh, I just did that for fun because I wanted to, I wanted to sound like Michael Strahan or I something. I like it. You know what I mean? I like it. You got a he said. She said. Going on here. If someone narrated your life was the voice, the conscience of your life, kind of the voice in your head, who would you want it to be? Samuel said... I'm sorry. Chuck said Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I've had enough. Yeah. That'd be a vulgar narration. I like it. Oscar said Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> From Star Wars. <laughs> Misa Judge Banks. That's the uh, dinosaur-looking thing with the eyeballs, Yeah, right? with, yeah. The, uh, with the long ears. And Lisa said, the guy who just bought a boat from SNL. <laughs> <laughs> or Pete Davidson. <laughs> Who's the guy in SNL? Uh, I'm trying to think of that. I think it's Alex Muffet. He might have left this season. Oh, I think he did. He goes, yeah, hey, check it out. I'm wearing a sweater. I have a tiny penis. <laughs> but I got a big boat. I just bought a boat. That is a funny bit. I got it go is, on. yeah. How would Chewbacca feel about being the narrator of your life? <laughs> He's very, very excited. Mm, Flying one. Good morning. He said, she said? Yes, sir. How about Kermit the Frog? 
<laughs> How about Kermit the DJ? <laughs> <laughs> no, you go with the frog for sure. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Thank you for that. You don't want Kermit the DJ, that's for sure. Mm-mm. He does sound like Kermit the Frog, which is why we named him that, though. If uh, someone narrated your life, who would you want it to be? 732-774-4444. Boss line's wide open. You can text same number, 774-4444. Need your help on this. Need a, I don't know. Let's think outside the box. Mm-hmm. We can narrate your life. Who would you want? Famous person, celebrity, politician? Yeah. Could be your mother. It doesn't have to be a famous person, <laughs> by the way. Could be uh, someone deceased. Sure. The voice in your head narrating your every move. Who would you want it to be? And bonus points for you if you had uh, the music you'd like playing in the background. Like for me, oh, that's fun. I think I might like the Pink Panther theme. I feel like I'm... For your whole life narration? Tip- tiptoeing around stealth. It would be a lot. Slithering up the hallway trying to get out of here without getting caught. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can also answer on Facebook. Some more of those coming up. He said... He said... This has been kind of a fun one today. If someone narrated your life, who would you want it to be? <laughs> it was the voice of your world, your life. There's so many good answers on this. It's it's hilarious. All right, go to the Facebook. What do we got? All right, Matt said Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> okay. We got a text from 0278 that said Danny DeVito or Louis Black. Louis Black is a great answer. Ellis. I love Louis Black. Wilbur said Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick- I'm, just, I'm just picturing someone stuck behind Elmer Fudd in traffic on a highway. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm hunting wabbits. Uh, <laughs> Patrick said Keith Morrison from Dateline NBC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's what we talk about all the yeah. time. Hey, yeah. hey, you killed your mom. What was that like? Weird, right? Jim said Michael Keaton. Okay. That's good. Bonnie said Chelsea Handler. I don't know if I can get on board with that one. New Jersey's own. Yeah. And Carl said William Shatner. <laughs> what is <laughs> this text message coming through? <laughs> out of control today. Hi. Hey, uh, he said, she said. Yeah. I would definitely want John Madden to narrate my life and I'd want him to use the telestrator. <laughs> you know what I would like is that comedian Frank Caliendo that does John Madden doing it. And uh, no, no, what, what, what you have here is a touchdown. <laughs> Thanks, John. Well, Appreciate that. You got this that. guy coming over here, you got this guy coming over here, and boom! <laughs> boom! <laughs> That's a great answer. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. 1071 The Boss, hi. Hi, I'm going to answer the question for the narrating your life. Yes, sir. Uh, from the past, Father Guido Sarducci. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about old school Saturday Night Live. That's a great answer. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I can just imagine him. Yeah, with the uh, the sunglasses and the big hat. That's right. All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate that. Do you remember uh, Father Guido Sarducci on Saturday I do, Night Live? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how's about this? Uh, <laughs> good morning. It's the boss. Uh, yes, for the he said, she said, um, I think sitting for me would be Bobcat Goldwith with circus music in the background for my uh, theme song. I, you know, I've been doing a lot of impressions this morning, God help everybody, and I don't know that I can get out of Bobcat, but I, I can't do it. It's the best I can do. I had him on. I think this is before Rochelle was with me on the show, and he doesn't actually speak like that in real life. He has a very nice speaking voice, but and I, I was I was just thinking about how he must hurt his throat doing that that funny voice he sure. does, you know. But it's crazy. It is crazy. Well, thanks for calling. Drive safely. <laughs> Your face is no. so red from trying. To I'm picturing him in that. Uh, you remember that Scrooge movie with Bill Murray, yes. where he's got the shotgun. He's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. you know. <laughs> It's a weird morning. Oh. Someone narrated your life. Who would you want it to be? We'll keep that going on the text connect today. 732-774-4444. I'll go back to the Biden impression if you're not careful. No, boy. You can also get us on Facebook.